Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash, and today we're talking about how Italy is lowering the cost of borrowing here in the U.S. But first, a word from our sponsor. The Real Estate Espresso Podcast is brought to you by international coffee firms. If the idea of income generating assets is interesting to you, check out international coffee firms at internationalcoffeefirms.com. We're talking about how Italy is lowering the cost of borrowing here in the U.S. Italian bonds recorded their largest one-day jump in 26 years after having risen by over 100 basis points in the past two weeks. In fact, yields in Spain have risen also. And what's behind it is a destabilizing political environment in Italy where they recently had an election back in March and the populist political party called the Five Star Movement, together with the League Party, got the largest number of votes. They put forward a gentleman named Paolo Savona to be Italy's finance minister. Now, Savona is an economist, a former banker, who thinks it's a terrible idea for Italy to keep the euro as its currency. Italy has a very high government debt-to-GDP ratio at 132%. Its banking sector has a high proportion of non-performing loans. In recent years, the Italian government has made substantial progress in reducing government deficits, and more recently, the economy has finally returned to growth. Now, the elections back in March produced a good showing for parties that want to expand government spending. These parties, the League Party and the Five Star Movement, are opposed to the economic policies of the European Union, potentially to the point of even exiting the Eurozone. Italy's president, Sergio Mattarella, is much more mainstream, and he believes that Italy should remain with the euro. So he denied Savona and the party's appointment for prime minister, opting for some more mainstream appointments. And that's when all hell broke loose. The Five Star Movement and the League Party were absolutely outraged, and some were calling for President Mattarella's impeachment. So now, Italy's government is in a complete deadlock. We could potentially see another election in the near future, and who knows, maybe the populist alliance gaining even more power. The financial markets are obviously concerned that the problems in Italy, one of the largest economies in all of Europe, could spill into the rest of Europe. Now, the U.S. is not the greatest example of fiscal stability. Our $21 trillion in debt is staggering, but by comparison to Italy, the U.S. is looking like a bastion of calm and political and fiscal responsibility. The world's investors are betting that their money is better placed in U.S. dollars than in euros at the moment. As a result, the U.S. 10-year Treasury rate has fallen 34 basis points since the middle of May, and that's just in a two-week period, reversing a long period of steady increase. Why this has happened and what it means for commercial real estate in the U.S. are the subject of today's podcast. This crisis in Europe has highlighted the role that U.S. Treasuries play as the world's preferred risk-free asset. And because of that, that's why those yields have fallen substantially. There's a flight of capital to a lower-risk asset class. Now, many commercial loans here in the U.S. are rate-locked either to LIBOR, which is the London Interbank Overnight Rate, or the 10-year Treasury yield. So even though we've been going through a period of rising interest rates, the fall in the yield for the 10-year Treasury bill is going to have a direct impact on lowering borrowing costs here in the U.S. This presents a significant opportunity for investors to lock in at a lower interest rate. At this point, the crisis looks overall to be beneficial to U.S. real estate markets. Now, the 
Italian political crisis represents a material increase in risk to the European economy, and who knows, it could be resolved in the short or medium term. So I think you have a window to lock in those lower interest rates. I don't know how long it's going to be, if it's going to be 30 days or 60 or 90 days. What we don't know is, is what's going to happen. We don't know, are we going into a period of restored stability or perhaps even a period of greater instability? But my advice to you would be to take advantage of this drop in interest rates to lock into a lower rate now. Situation could be far different three months from now. As you're evaluating your portfolio, see which loans you could rate lock now or refinance now rather than waiting until later in the year. In the meantime, have a spectacular day. Go make some great things happen and we'll talk to you again tomorrow.